Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound. And you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at cbgairport.com. All right, it's time for another round of the Jeff and Jen best friend game, and we have Belinda and Amber in the house and hey ready girls. to win some money. What's up, guys? Hi. How long have you guys been hanging out and causing trouble? Well, it's been about eight years, but we hated each other at first. Uh, was this like high school? Or <laughs> yeah, when we knew each other high school. High school. Yeah. So and where'd you go? We went to Highlands. Nice. So can we say that you're cake eaters then? We I never know that. if that's offensive or not. No, no it's not offensive. Not for Highlands. Okay. So which one of you was the a-hole? Oh, that's me. Belinda. That's me. <laughs> yeah. And, and what did you do that made you so awful in the beginning? You know, I just have... She ended, she's an intruder. I'm an she intruder. intruded on my friend group. <laughs> on your fr- oh, that's it. But it wasn't over a guy. It was just... Oh, no. Uh, no, it was no. girl drama. No, I'm younger, so I was the little kid hanging out with their friends. The older people. The older, the cool The older, kids. cool people. <laughs> Absolutely. Right. But you got over that at some point. I grew on her. So now you hang out all the time. We're inseparable. And what do you do for fun? <clears throat> we go up to the hookah bar up in Sharonville. What's place. your flavor? I like rose. I Wait. like anything berry. She's a I'm a mint person. A mint smoker. Okay. I'm yeah. a mint smoker. Nice. Um, go out and eat. We love oh, food. We love food. Just go shopping. Hang out. Do all that girl stuff. Now, are we single, married? What do we got going on? I'm single. I am single, but seeing somebody. Yeah. How long have you been seeing this person? About five months. Five months. Taking so still kind of new. Yeah. For other things. Now, do you have jobs? She's got a like, big girl job. I work up in Blue Ash. So I, I work in the IT industry. I do uh, financial administration. Nice. That sounds really like fancy and important. I work at um, Fort Thomas Jewelers. Oh, Highland Heights. Jewelry. Yeah. I know. Jewelry yeah. always Shout out fun, to, right? to the FTJ fam. <laughs> Hi, Renee and Vince. Hi, Renee and Vince. <laughs> nice. Yep. All right, so how are we going to do this? Who's answering about who? I am going to answer about Amber. Amber! All right, let's kick you out of the room. Da-da-da. All right, Amber is out of the room. We just got Belinda now. Just me. And Jen's got the questions. Uh-huh. <laughs> if you weren't her best friend, who would be? Oh, probably Fatty up at the hookah bar. Fatty? Fatty, you yeah. ca- Is this a female you call Fatty? No, he is the sweetest, okay. sweetest gentleman, little Arab gentleman. That would be, okay, because you uh, had me a little nervous there. Because no, you F-A- just can't F-A-D-I. be. F-A-D-I, yes, okay. so it would be Fatty. That, all right. <laughs> a little gossip queen. <laughs> all right, what would she pick? Romantic comedy, superhero movie, drama, or action flick? A romantic comedy. If she were to have a drunken fling with one of your friend's boyfriends. I don't know. Probably probably mine. Probably Corey. So you'd pick him? Yeah. All right. That's at least who I would choose for, for her. <laughs> Out of all of them. How many drinks does it take for her to get into trouble? Uh, Well, are we doing drinks? Are we doing shots? 
because drinks. You pick. Drinks, probably four or five. If we're doing shots, probably three. Three shots. Okay. Tequila. And if she got <laughs> caught naked in public, what would she most likely be doing? Peeing in the woods. Peeing in the woods. <laughs> All right. That came quickly. <laughs> oh, God. She's going to kill me. All right, well, Amber, welcome back. We learned a little bit about you. Now we're going to see if we get some matches. All right. If she wasn't your best friend, who would be? Fatty. Yes. That's what she said. But she said. Ten bucks. All right. Yay. And I was a little nervous that you had a like, female like, friend that you nicknamed Fatty. And I no. was like, yes. And for, for the record, it's spelled F-A-D-I, not fat T. Right. Like fat. <laughs> Just want everyone to know. She also clarified. Yes, she <laughs> did. did. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> All right. What would you pick that you got ten bucks? For another $20, romantic comedy, superhero movie, drama, or action flick? Romantic comedy. Yes, there you go. All right, there's 20 bucks. You're up to 30. So Question excited. number That's three. Lunch. There lunch. you go. You got That's lunch. All wanted. Here's another 30 for another 30. If you were to have a drunken fling with one of your friend's boyfriends, who would it be? Oh. Oh, my gosh. Who's even dating anybody? <laughs> That's what I, I was like, this is a really hard. Well, I don't want to say you, but you probably Corey because everyone else is single. So I would be <laughs> he's, he'd be your only option. Yeah, he would be math. literally my <laughs> only option. Sorry, Sheena. Sorry, Sheena. Wow. You guys are at $60. Here's it. Here's for another 40. Oh, boy. Wow. How many drinks does it take for you to get into trouble? I would say 10. Oh, that was high. That was high. But it drinks or like shots? Shots, 10. Shots, 10. You guys are really best friends. Shots, 10. Like drinks, like maybe like three or four. See, she was kind of opposite. She said, how many? You said. I said drinks, five. Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped, now streaming only on Hulu. Or so yeah, and then I yeah, said right shots like three or four. Yeah, I said yeah. I said while well, we doing drinks yeah, or doing shots. shots. Trouble it takes me a lot to get in trouble, but yeah. All right, question five. We're still at sixty, so if you get this right, you get forty dollars and walk out of here with a hundred, which is pretty good. Okay. If you got caught naked in public, what would you most likely be doing? <laughs> oh, oh gosh, I'm trying to think. Like I personally, for me, I don't it's know. The only thing I could think. Yeah, it's like. Probably doing the dirty. That's probably the only thing I can think of. But what she, would you be doing? She had an answer in less than a second. <laughs> what was yeah. it? Peeing in the woods. Oh, my gosh. I should have said that. <laughs> I definitely would have been peeing in the woods. But why would I be fully naked? Oh, I don't know. I just heard naked and instantly. Like if, if they had said if your pants were down, what were you doing? I'd be like, yeah, I'd be peeing. But yeah. like, oh, no, I would. Fully naked? Why would I be taking all my clothes off to fully pee? <laughs> you were wearing a romper. That's a question I That's have true. often when I see people wearing those. <laughs> like, how like, do you do how this? Do you, uh, how do you, know, you do this? It's a pain. Off, it's awful. It. Well, we did a lot better than I thought we would. I know. Yeah, 60, 60 bucks. is good. I'm 60 proud of us. is good. Well, it's great to meet you guys. Thanks for coming Thank in for the best friend. Thank you so much for having us. 
as a plane-carrying Dale Earnhardt Jr., along with his wife and daughter, ran off the runway and caught fire at a small airport in East Tennessee. President Trump insisting he had nothing to do with Israel's decision to bar two Democratic Congresswomen from entering the country. I don't encourage or discourage. Cops in Connecticut ordered the New York Yankees general manager out of the car at gunpoint. Back up towards the detective. Jeffrey Epstein case days after his death by apparent suicide, an autopsy revealing a specific bone in his neck was broken. So nearly three dozen people in Illinois, Minnesota, and Wisconsin have been hospitalized recently after vaping. Amazon beginning a new program to keep unsold merchandise out of the garbage. Fulfillment by Amazon Donations will donate products that its third-party sellers were unable or that were returned to sell to charity. Yeah, those are your headlines in about a minute. And now that you've heard most of the day's news headlines, it's time for some of the news that didn't make the news this morning. How long did it take for Olive Garden to sell out of those lifetime pasta passes? And you've heard of pedicures. How about a podicure? We're about to mm. explain what that is. It is Friday, the 16th of August of 2019. We're Jeff and Jen, and here it is, your news that didn't make the news on Cincinnati's Q102. We haven't really seen any good texting and driving studies in a while, and a new one looked at which age group seems to be the worst offender, and you guessed it, it is millennials, 60, I stand corrected, 86% of millennials admitted that they use their phone while driving. Uh, Gen Xers are not that much better, though. 72% of Gen Xers admitted they sometimes use their phone while driving and 49% of baby boomers. And you can always tell because when you're at a traffic light and that light turns green, they're still sitting there, especially those red left turn arrows. Mm. <laughs> yeah, with the limited time on them. Yeah, you yeah. know, and it's like, and if you beep your horn to wake them up, and now they're all pissed off that you beeped your horn I at them. It's like, you, well, what put you your phone down. For? That Instagram right. comment can be replied to later. It will still be there when you get to your destination. Seriously. Ah. <sighs> Uh, 79% of millennials said they sometimes glance at incoming calls or text messages, which was also higher than anyone else. Uh, 54% also said they sometimes send texts and emails while driving, which is five times higher than baby boomers. A third of millennials are using social media behind the wheel. And millennials also tend to be the ones who are more likely to drive aggressively Millennials love to multitask behind the wheel, too, meaning things like eating and applying makeup. 63% of millennials admitted to doing that. So, And this is official scientific research. We're just not dumping on millennials because everybody else is dumping on millennials. Yeah, no, this is, and they're not, like I said, you know, Gen Xers aren't that, that far, far behind, behind them. Yeah, baby boomers tend to do it the least. But it's a lot of people when you combine all those demographics. (laughs) That's because the baby boomers don't know how to work their phones. Yeah, which is probably a good thing. (laughs) I feel, too, since the phones get more complex and bigger and uh, there's more to them, like, it's more difficult to do that. And drive, yeah. You know? You need both hands. Compared to my little flip phone from 15 years ago that I could, you know, what did they call it when you just did the three buttons to type? Three buttons, yeah. You know? Well, say what you will about making your password for every single site the word password, but hey, at least it's easy to remember. 
They ask people how they keep track of all their passwords, and here are the top five ways. Memory is number one, but everything now seems to require a unique password, and they're always telling you, make it different. I change passwords on so many accounts on a weekly basis (laughs) because I don't remember what I made them. I mean, there is the password management software, but if you don't have it saved on the device, or I mm-hmm. should say on all of your devices, heaven forbid, you try. there's no way you're going to be able to reproduce it. Right. So it's just a big, time-consuming, antiquated mess. Um, in some cases, you know, your browser can save a password. Some people write it on a Post-it note or in the Notes app on your phone. But they also found that if the average person gets hacked, they would be willing to pay up to $30,000 to buy back all of their info, including passwords, credit card numbers, social security numbers, and medical records, just to get it off of the black market. And in some cases, you'll be paying a lot more than that. Wow. Let's also talk about our sleep habits here for a minute. They looked into which sleep position works best. Mm-hmm. And most people who sleep on their back fall asleep the fastest. But side sleepers get the most sleep. Don't you snore the worst when you're on your back? You can. Or if you're like me and you have sleep apnea, I have to wear a CPAP. That's eliminated the snoring problem. So I can sleep on my back. And I do tend to fall asleep faster that way, but he- not as much as if I would if I were on my side. Is it physically possible to still snore when you're wearing a CPAP? Yeah, sure. Because if the pressure isn't enough or let's say, you know, you had a night of heavy drinking and your muscles are more relaxed than normal. And if your mask isn't quite adhering Um, to your face uh or or secured properly, sure, that can happen. But it kind of defeats the purpose of having it. So (laughs) you get (laughs) <laughs> consider those things. I'm like, is it adding noise to the bedroom or is it actually eliminating the noise? No, in <laughs> 90% of the cases, I would imagine it's eliminating the noise. But if they're still snoring with that on, then it's time for them to take it in and get adjusted or maybe get a new mask. But, I mean, the biggest thing with people who have sleep apnea is getting them to comply with the doctor's orders. That, hey, you know, you got to wear this if you want to get a good night's sleep because mm-hmm. a lot of people find them uncomfortable. I did at first until I found a mask and just a method of sleeping that works for me. And now I can't imagine life without it. And yeah. if I were magically cured tomorrow, I wouldn't want to part ways with it because mm-hmm. I just breathe better and I sleep better. Mm-hmm. But they say back sleepers take an average of 20 minutes to fall asleep, but they only average five hours, 17 minutes of sleep a night. I wonder if that's because, you know, they're falling asleep faster. Maybe the quality of sleep is better. Mm-hmm. Hard to say. They're more likely than anyone else to describe themselves as early birds, but these are the same people who also sleepwalk and talk in their sleep the most, and they have the most nightmares. Mm. Now, side sleepers take another four minutes to fall asleep, longer than back sleepers, but they get five hours, 47 minutes of sleep a night, an extra 30 minutes, and they're the most likely to describe themselves as night owls. Stomach sleepers take 22 minutes, get about five and a half hours of sleep. Stomach sleepers are less likely to be an early bird or a night owl. That's me. Your stomach How are sleeper? they saying that people are only getting these five hours worth of sleep? This is crazy. That's what that, yeah, that's study. what they're averaging. 
The survey also found the three most frustrating parts of sleeping with a spouse are when they get up in the middle of the night, when they toss and turn and snoring. You know, it does help when you have either those memory foam pillows or the, or I'm sorry, those memory foam mattresses or, you know, those those latex mattresses where when you climb in and out of the bed, it doesn't jostle the whole thing as opposed to a traditional spring mattress. Yeah. And married couples who spoon, they've discovered, have fewer issues with their marriage than couples who sleep back to back. Isn't that sweet? It's a lot of togetherness. <laughs> here's, a, here's a modern dating dilemma you've probably never even considered. There's a 33-year-old guy named Eric Dimitratos, Dimitratos from New York, and he went on a first date. And afterward, the dude he went out with asked him to turn on his read receipts for his texts, which allows the other person to see when you read their texts. (laughs) It's not quite like stalking, but more like, I want to be able to see if you've read my text and not responded. I can't believe you would ask somebody to turn that on. Either they've either got it on or they don't. Right. And most people don't. For the very reason is... They don't want people to know if they... Yeah. <laughs> you've read it or I not. I may not be ready to respond to you right now. Or I haven't come up with an answer. Or maybe I just don't want to deal with you right now. But <laughs> the consensus online is that request is a huge red flag and basically a deal breaker in any other relationship. So, yeah. If they're asking, they're asking you to... Turn on your read receipts for texts. Mm-hmm. Might want to rethink that. Let's talk about podicures. You've heard of pedicures, but apparently there's a new trend called podicures where people are, are getting matching nail polish with their dogs. Does Merle have any nail polish? No, he does not, but I'll have would a little he, talk with him about would that. Would he be into that? You never know with that little one. You know, the kids these days are trying all kinds of They are. And I mean, you know, he's a, a black dog with just a few white spots, so a little pop of color wouldn't hurt. And there are brands of nail polishes that are safe for dogs, so. If they're, you know, all natural, all organic, and, you know, no chemicals involved, we could look into that. Talk I'll to talk the nice to folks. That, oh, yeah, all right. Yeah. 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 See what they know. Mitchell's work with animals? Uh, they might. I'll have to see if there are any kind of, there's, there might be some issues there. Well. What's the word I'm looking for? You know, like we got to keep a kitchen clean in a restaurant. Oh, right. Health issues, in other words. Yeah, that kind of thing. There might be rules. You'll have to look into that. I will. By the way, it turns out there are a lot of people in this country who are into the Olive Garden because Olive Garden's annual pasta passes went on sale yesterday at 2 p.m. Eastern. The passes get you unlimited pasta for nine weeks for 100 bucks. And all 24,000 passes sold out in less than one second. One second? Yeah, but that's oh not God. all. This year, you may remember me telling you Olive Garden introduced a new twist, the Lifetime Pasta Pass. Yeah, this is crazy. The first 50 people to buy the pasta passes would have the chance to upgrade to unlimited pasta for life for an extra 400 bucks. Wow. Of the 24,000 people who bought the pasta passes... 20,400 of them opted in for a chance at the lifetime passes. That's 
And today, 50 of those people will get the opportunity to buy one. Mm. So, yeah, that's, uh, that's a high response rate. Do you think you could eat it two or three times a day, every day? Two or three times a day? No way. No, but uh, with that lifetime pasta pass, I mean, you could go there every day. That's what I'm saying. Once a day. I wouldn't want to go more than once a day. Well, you could pop in lunch salad. I could eat that every day. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. Like, you could go in for lunch on a Monday, Uh dinner maybe on a Tuesday. You know, I mean, like, break it up a little. Mix it up. Yeah. There are enough items on that menu that you could definitely, wouldn't be like you'd be eating the exact same thing every day. As a volunteer firefighter, I see a lot of things that are unsafe in society. I see this father walking around with a baby in a pouch attached to the front of his body, which is so cocky. That says, look, I get women pregnant. I make them have the baby. Then I wear the baby as jewelry. I'm like, sir, please remove the baby. That's not safe. I'm a volunteer firefighter. You know what he says to me? I'm an actual firefighter. Why don't you get out of my face? I'm like, maybe you didn't hear what I said, bro. Volunteer firefighter. That means I could do your entire job in my spare time. Thank you. Thank you. Then I stopped, dropped, and rolled my way out of the conversation, proving that I'm a volunteer firefighter. I fly a lot. I don't mind that there's a first class on the plane. I don't want to have to walk through it to get to my seat, because I sit in zone three. And when I walk through first class, I see a lot of things that make me angry. They have a lot of extra leg room eating a five-course meal, drinking mimosas. I'm not, on, I'm not on the plane yet. That's disrespectful. So I say to each person as I walk through, you're not better than me. You're not better than me. You're not better than me. None of you are better than me. I'll be sitting in the emergency row where heroes live. Comedian Mike Vecchione, being a volunteer firefighter. I can't imagine what goes into being a comedian. Like, I was it listening is. to Jerry Seinfeld talk about it once, and he said, you know, comedy is about constant failure. <laughs> the only time the audience really sees, though, is like when you succeed, which is so rare compared to the stuff that you throw up against the wall and try out at home and just doesn't. It doesn't stick. Connect. Yeah. And today is National Tell-A-Joke Day. Here are, here are the four elements to telling a great joke. Number one, the premise, which is what the joke is about. And if you don't properly set up the premise, the audience might not get it. Mm-hmm. Your joke will fall flat. Don't make your audience have to think too hard. <laughs> As a regular audience member, we appreciate that, right? Right. <laughs> Uh, timing. A great comedian knows when people are going to react to a bit, what to play up or repeat, when to pause, and timing is crucial for setting up punchlines and making your joke come off as natural rather than rehearsed. That's the second thing. Number three, dramatization. This might include varying your voice to emphasize certain words or using hand or body gestures to go with certain parts of the joke. Pacing, I'm sure, falls under that category. And then finally, tight construction. Every word of a great joke matters, either Mm -hmm. to the story or to the rhythm of the bit. 
It should be tight and condensed with no extra words or information. Otherwise, your audience will get bored. Yep. Boy, that's a lot of mechanics to go into telling a joke. Well, you know what, Jeff? If it were easy, then everybody would do. Everybody would do, yeah. And but think <laughs> of the think of the guys though, like on the late night talk shows. You know they got they got rooms full of writers, so think of how many how many jokes get rejected each night. You I know? know, like you're you're what you're listening to, what you're hearing is, you know, a whole the lot of writers. Of what they got the best of what they had <laughs> for that day, and they got to come up with that every day. And it's not always great. Yeah. I mean, you think about it, too, stand-up comedians back in the day, the only way that they got any exposure was to be a guest on one of those late-night shows. Right. So it's got to be easier now, right, to be a comedian than it was because there's so many more outlets for them to share their stuff. Yeah, I guess. You would hope so. I mean, I think the tough part, too, is breaking in and those open mic nights when you've got those brutal, unforgiving audiences, and if you can cut your teeth doing that, when no one responds to your joke. I know. Right. And that's that's so hard to be in the audience, too, and watch that. But the other great thing about comedy, though, is that it doesn't discriminate. Like, it doesn't matter how old you are or what shape or size you are. If you're funny. You're funny. You're funny. That's true. And you can start at any age. I mean, this isn't something you need to start doing when you're young. I mean, some of the greatest comedians didn't even try until they were in their 50s. Well, maybe one or two. Here's a little of Jimmy Fallon last night. Listen, I saw a new study that found people who left their phones at home during vacation experienced symptoms of withdrawal. Uh, Eventually, they just started pointing at random objects and yelling, like, 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 friend. That was pretty good. That made me laugh. Here are some of the best late-night jokes from last night. Coca-Cola just announced that they're releasing two new flavors, Coca-Cola Cinnamon and Winter Spiced Cranberry Sprite. <laughs> Company says they'll be available while supplies last, and based on those flavors, that'll be forever. Uh, Disney and Mattel have teamed up to make Star Wars Barbie dolls. This is uh, the closest guys who like Star Wars will come to holding girls who look like Barbie. <laughs> Customs officials in Los Angeles announced they seized over 5,000 counterfeit luxury products, including almost 700 pairs of fake Nike shoes, which is bad news for people who thought they got a great deal on a new pair of Air Gordons. A new iPhone accessory will help you take selfies with your cat. It's called Divorce, and it retails for half your money. (laughs) (laughs) Is that David Spade? Yeah, Yeah, he's got a late-night talk show now on. great. What is it, Comedy Central, I think. I I haven't seen it yet, but... I've heard bits and pieces of his monologue, and yeah. they're great. Where has he been all these years? I know. Well, that's the thing. Is like now that he's gone back to work, he says, "I've been, I'm, he's been uh, touring. He's been doing comedy tours." Mm-hmm. But he's like, "Now I'm going to have to show up to a job every day, and that's just going to be hard." Hard. It will. <laughs> Let's see how long that lasts. Right. He better really love it. So uh, we got a few minutes before second date update starts. So if you got a really good joke for us in honor no. of. <laughs> Nope. National Tele-Joke Day. Clean. I hope that guy from yesterday calls back from Eastern uh, Kentucky. That would be awesome. Great. Frankie, you got a joke for us? I do. What okay. kind of shoes do frogs wear? What kind of shoes do what wear? Frogs, like ribbit. Oh, frogs. frogs. Okay. Yes, okay. I don't know. What Open kind of toed. what kind of shoes do frogs wear? Open-toed. Oh, my God. <laughs> 
I know it's a groaner. It's a horrible joke, but it's clean enough you can tell your kids. That's true. It's a dad joke. I like Total it. Total dad joke. All right. Thank you. That yeah. was pretty good. <laughs> Have a good one. Uh, line two. Good morning. It's Jeff and Jen. What's your name? Shadina. All right. You got a joke for us? Actually, my daughter, uh, who's eight, had it. Um, what do you call a cow? What, do you, what does a cow have when it doesn't shave? What does a cow have when it doesn't shave? Yes. Hmm, I don't know. A moustache. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Getting better. <laughs> she she's eight years old, so I love that you gave credit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, she she is eight years old. Or blame? I'm yeah, not sure. I'm not sure either. Was either. Like. Kind of what I was thinking. She, yeah. mm. All right, I appreciate it. Thank you. That was fun. <laughs> Have a great day. Thanks. You too. Uh, let's go to line one. Good morning. It's Jeff and Jen. Uh, good morning. I have a joke. Okay, give it a shot. What's your, what's your name, <laughs> okay. by the way? Uh, it's Susie. All right, Susie, we're all ears. And I'm from Peebles. <laughs> all right. Okay, I hope it's kind of clean. Uh, I have, it's about two humans and two cats. Two humans okay. and two cats. We're right. listening. Yeah. Okay, two, a man and a woman are in their bedroom. They're, you know, getting it on, and they have these two cats. The cats are on the floor, and they're looking up at them, and the female says, I always think it's so strange because she only has two boobs. And the tomcat says, what I think is the weirdest as many times as they've done this, you'd think he'd know by now, but I think he's got his tail on backwards. Oh, my God. <laughs> 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 okay. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> That's not where I thought Thank it was going. You. <laughs> Thank you. I was nervous. <laughs> okay. I was nervous, but that, yeah, okay. That was great. Got, yeah. Have a good weekend. Appreciate you. <laughs> All right. By the way, we got to say hello to, uh, there was a mom who called who, who had an eight-year-old who was going to tell us a joke, and the phone was just being weird. Yeah, hello we to had those a bad guys. connection. It was something with 32 legs and a centipede. Oh. <laughs> That's all we got. All right. Hi, it's Q102. What's your name? Kristen. Hey, Kristen. Go ahead with your joke. What do you call a duck with no feathers? A duck, duck with, with no, no feathers. feathers. I don't know. A butt quack. A butt quack. Oh, my God. <laughs> Good stuff. From my five-year-old. I told you. It's not Cute. easy. All right. <laughs> Thank you. We've got time for a few more. <laughs> Q102, hello. What's your name? My name's Michael. Hi, right, Michael. Michael. How are we? We're not doing too badly. You got a joke for us? Well, I have more of an analogy that people need to, uh, you know, sometimes consider. Uh, like, why do we call hemorrhoids hemorrhoids and asteroids asteroids? Shouldn't it be the other way around? But then again, wouldn't an astronaut actually be a proctologist? Wow. That's one way to look at things. <laughs> I mean, why do we drive on parkways and park on driveways? That's a good question. Yes. I feel like I've heard Jerry Seinfeld tell that joke once or twice. Sounds familiar. Good stuff. But that's a good question. Those are things to ponder. You You too, buddy. You take it easy. I know, man. It's on the delivery. Mm hmm. It's tough. All right. Q102, good morning. What's your name? Good morning. This is Angela. Hi, Angela. You got a joke for us? I sure do. Okay. People have been listening Um... to some of these jokes, and now everybody's feeling brave. (laughs) Yeah, I know. I can do better than that. All right, go ahead. All right, so I have a question for you. How do you sell a deaf man a duck? I don't know. How do you sell a deaf man a duck? 
Do you want to buy a deck? <laughs> no. Caller of the day, right there. Jessica's going to be good. crying here in a minute. All right, yeah. All right that made me laugh. Mm. All right, one more, and then we'll get to second date update. All right, Q102, good morning. You got a joke for us? Yes, I do. All right, go ahead. I'm afraid. Why is the giraffe's neck so long? Why is the gine- giraffe's neck, neck so, so long? long? Why? Because its head's so far away from its body. Well, <laughs> yep. All right, oh I sh- should have ended on the <laughs> duck show. Have <laughs> <laughs> hey, a great weekend, man. All but right. Thanks for <laughs>